0: Hello and welcome to episode two of uh, DC Presents Twin Peaks. My name John. Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, Nick. Good to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> you too, John. Uh,
1: just Great the... to be here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just the two of us again for this week. Uh, we're doing our little spin off podcast here from Don't Spoil the Ending, yeah. covering everything and anything about Twin Peaks.
1: Episode by episode run through each week. Yeah. Like, I only found out today this is going on on until like September now isn't it yeah <laughs>
0: September the 3rd we've got another three months today, so it's going to overlap with Game of Thrones so <laughs> yeah
1: because we're to do one for that aren't we yeah, know, so we might have more people on the podcast for
0: that one yeah hopefully we've got a few Game of Thrones fans at work who might want to be on that yeah, so yeah. yeah so we're back on Twin Peaks uh, just going to give, give a pretty much a run through now of, of parts 3 and parts 4 the reason being part 5 is showing next Monday so we're doing 2 this week then next week will be 1 a week That's from that fine, point on yeah. You okay with that yet?
1: And I like another hour episode this week, whereas next week it might be a bit short because it's only one episode. Yeah,
0: I imagine about half an hour a week going forward, maybe. But we'll see how it goes. See how much uh, we've been discussing notes before the show. We've got varying <laughs> notes, both of us. <laughs> we have.
1: Uh, how are we doing it the same as last week, where um, we start um, like with the bits in Twin Peaks, the bits in the.
0: I'll be honest. I, I plan to do that, but I felt that episodes three and four were a bit more flowing in terms yeah, of like they weren't, fall. they were jumping all over the place, but in more of a flowing way than just kind of like here's New York, here's uh, South Dakota. This time there's a lot more stuff in in the Black Lodge and going through space and all that kind of stuff. So well, uh,
1: I personally, I think I'm quite happy um, starting at um, the beginning and just working our way through. Going
0: through that way, great stuff. Okay. So we'll, we'll just jump straight into it then, we've got a, f- a few theories coming at the end of the episode, uh, nothing spoilery, I'll explain that, that later, but got a few theories, so stick around for that at the end if you want to hear any of our daft theories we've got, we've got to come up with. <laughs> so uh, we'll just jump straight into the episode then, if you're okay with
1: that. Okay, with that, yeah.
0: Okay, so we jump straight into the episode with, uh, first of all, this is a bit more of a funny episode, this one, I think we can both agree on that, a yeah, yeah. bit more comedy oriented, a lot of it. Uh, but we start off with Cooper after the last episode, he fell from the glass box he did, yeah. and he's just falling through like space in a weird kind of yeah, 2001 it? Space Odyssey kind yeah. of flashback almost. Uh, he's falling through time and space by the look of it. And our notes here uh, <laughs> I've got Cooper falling, Land's in purple box. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, like I, it felt it just like he was like in this weird building, wasn't it? it? Like landed on a like balcony kind of thing, yeah. overlooking the ocean or something.
0: Weird, like pur- purple lit balcony. Yeah, overlooking a purple lit ocean. I, I don't
1: know, I don't know about you, but I felt really uncomfortable with the purple. Like it proper made me feel a bit uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, a weird, just a weird <clears throat> color choice, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it didn't
1: a, feel quite right. But, yeah. Uh, and then obviously, straight after that, he, he he just goes straight to the window, opens the window.
0: Yeah, climbs into the room. And
1: goes into this weird room. Like I can like this is where I got really uncomfortable with the episode. Yeah,
0: I mean if we thought the old Twin Peaks was weird in terms of, you know, the Black Lodge, people talking backwards, just the way it presents stuff to you. This one takes the cake now, I think. (laughs) He goes into the room, meets this uh this young looking woman whose eyes are completely covered.
1: Yeah, like yeah, she's like with like skin. Glass. Yeah, we- weird, really weird, isn't
0: it? I mean, I actually had I had thought first maybe this was meant to be—is it Josie Packard from See, the Yeah, I Earth
1: thought that at first, but it, she wasn't an Asian woman, was she? I
0: couldn't tell to be honest.
1: Well, if we like, we'll go back to that. But like, if we skip forward a few more minutes, I think it's the same woman, isn't it? Not? I
0: I don't know. I I've got a note for that. I don't think it is to be honest. I've got a reason for that, but. This woman, her face is kind of covered, yeah. And they haven't like Cooper's trying to like talk to him and make, and make contact with her, and it's as if someone's like pressing pause and rewind on the, you know, it's flickering back and that's, forth. That's,
1: that's what really got like really got me on edge. That because like, yeah. it's like proper jumping back and forth, and I'm there like clicking my TV like, is this yeah. is my TV broke.
0: It's such a weird. I, mean, I thought at first it was like a buffering issue with yeah, her yeah. now TV or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh, it's on the blink again. <laughs> but yeah, it's flickering back and forth. But eventually, he managed to like make contact with her. And they're talking. Well, they're not talking to each other. They're just kind of making almost like verbal kind of. Uh, this is why I thought it was the same woman because. Yeah, this is the thing. But the thing is, there's an electrical. Okay. And I'm just gonna jump ahead to a different point completely here. Going back to our Twin Peaks episode on "Don't spoil the ending" the other week.
1: Oh, the film. Firewalk the the fact. Fi- fi- so
0: yeah, firewalk with me. I made a point on that as if to say there was a theory about how the things travel through electricity. And there was a telephone telephone pole in that show with the number six on it, a big number six. Oh, okay. This electrical unit has a number fifteen on it. So it's as if they're not like numbered doorways almost or something. Yeah. And interesting. So you've got so you've got someone banging at the door, this woman trying to point into a to an electrical unit, and eventually they just climb on the roof of this weird building and they're in the middle of space. Yeah,
1: they, they climb up these ladders, don't they? And yeah. like, there's this bell thing which uh, the woman she kinda pulls this lever. Kind of gets electrocuted by this weird bell-looking thing and just falls and into just his flies face. into uh, the the of... And, and that's just before um, you see Mister S. Davis's face yeah. floating, and and he says, "Blue Rose." Yeah, his face just hovered the other time. <laughs> <It's there. not. laughs>
0: yeah, so that's another big theory. At, at the moment, my only thing with that is that Don S. Davis, uh, General Briggs, is that
1: right? That's uh, Don S. Davis. Yeah,
0: or Major, Major Briggs, Briggs, sorry, Major. Sorry, yeah. He was looking into Operation Blue Book, which is like a UFO, a real life UFO thing that they, they name check in the show. Oh, right, okay. So I'm just wondering whether the Blue Book thing ties up with Blue Rose, you know, well, anything might like that, maybe. Maybe just like extraterrestrial. Yeah, like, of... like almost like victims of, of the operation are called Blue Rose cases or something. Oh, maybe. Maybe. It's just a theory, you know, to put out there, but. Yeah, yeah. As you mentioned, that all happens after that bit. He climbs back down into the back into down. the tin thing, whatever it is. And the
1: room's now a bit more normal. It's yeah less less weird than before, but it's still a bit odd because obviously you still got the reverse talking in it.
0: Yeah, so very very weird. Bit of a different room. The reason I I noticed it was different, the electrical unit now has the number. Oh, I forgot. was it number
1: five, maybe. It had a different
0: number on it oh, when he went when he went back in.
1: So that's what she did when she pulled. The maybe ladder. she
0: might have changed the room or some, you know, some weird logic to it. And the woman in there now, I, I believe I've, I've checked this on IMDb, and I believe she's played by the actress who played Renette Pulaski from the old TV show, who was the the night lower Palmer was killed. She was the other uh, prostitute in the train car. Oh, was she really? Yeah, so it's that actress playing her.
1: Very interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's meant to be the same character, but right. maybe Lynch just thought, I like the actress, I'll bring her back in oh, really? for a scene. Yeah.
1: It's interesting, though.
0: But she's trying to get some message over to him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Again, there's banging at the door.
1: And she says, uh, well, quick, my mum's coming. <laughs>
0: yeah, my mother's coming or something, yeah. which is really weird. Uh, can I just jump onto another theory here, actually? Uh, again, going back to Firewalk with me, there's Mike, the one-armed man, tells Leland at the, car- at the junction in the cars... He references uh, her, I missed the look on, on her face when it was opened. And I almost think there's been a lot of uh, rumour about Laura Dern, who's a big Lynch actress, playing a an important part in this TV show. Mm. No one knows who she's playing. I'm wondering if she's gonna be, going to be some kind of like end level boss almost, some some like big bad that we've not even seen yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe maybe she's the one banging at the door or something. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Like chasing Dale through these weird dimensions or something. Yeah. Okay, Oh, it could be the thing in the glass box in the last episode. I, oh know, yeah, c- could be that. <laughs> we still don't really know, do we? But uh,
1: yeah, very. Yeah, God.
0: Yeah, just a few theories to put out there. I thought, uh, but, it, but in the end, Cooper, in a, another very weird scene, manages to, to travel through. Well,
1: this it's like around the box. There's almost this weird force field, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I'm guessing like, it's an like an electrical force field. Force field. Yeah. And, and and like he it through, and his head starts distorting and stuff. Yeah. And then he goes through and this is like really funny animation. Yeah, of... eventually
0: he's like horizontal and he just kind of <laughs> gets fed into the Before <laughs> his shoes drop off. <laughs> yeah. Leaves the shoes behind, yep. Yeah. So he gets fed through there. And I believe the next thing we cut to is the introduction of Dougie Jones yeah, a new character. Yeah,
1: yeah, with his uh with the black um prostitute, I assume. Mm. I assume he's a prostitute, I'm not judging, but <laughs> yeah. but like it wasn't his wife, anyway. So yeah, definitely. We know that. Much <laughs> <of them.
0: laughs> so, yeah, we cut to that bit. Uh, and Dougie Jones is another version of Agent Dale Cooper. Yeah, yeah. We've already got Evil Dale, we've got the Good Dale, and, and
1: now we've now got we've we've
0: Dougie, Dougie Jones. <laughs> and they're in some kind of like a uh, house that's been let out or something, maybe something been rented out. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, they're in like a kind of unused house or something. So obviously he doesn't want his wife to know what he's up to, and the the, uh, the prostitute goes to take a shower, and while she's gone, the Cooper traveling through the electrical field thing is making Dougie Jones feel like nauseous and sick by the look of it. And
1: I don't know if we mentioned this in the last episode. His arm goes dead as well. Ah, uh,
0: yeah, that's another big thing. We notice he's wearing the jade ring yeah. from Firewalk with me. And he mentions how his arm's gone dead, yeah. which is another big thing going back to that film. Of uh, Teresa Banks, was it who mentioned she had a dead arm? Yeah, and she, she was wearing did, the yeah. ring constantly. Again, could it go back to the one-armed man? It, could he only have one arm because he was wearing the ring at one point and had to like lose it or something? So yeah, You know, something like that. Uh, yes, yeah, so we he gets gets like violently ill, and we're flashing back at this point between him and the evil Dale. Who's driving along a, along a highway? He's looking visibly sick as well, uh, and they're both like holding and vomiting. Like, but, but
1: in in Evil Dale's thing as well, like he keep it keeps looking towards the, uh, the little cigarette lighter, doesn't it? Yeah. Like I'm guessing that's like an electrical out, outlet. Yeah, definitely. So, um, like I think this theory of um, like people traveling through electricity is definitely confirmed Yeah, I think, so we've, I think we've confirmed that's, that pretty much that confirmed, I think,
0: I think like. the ring is pretty much nearly there confirmed, whoever wears it is in for trouble basically yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got the whole thing of like, we'll, actually we'll come on to that in a minute the whole thing of manufactured, Dougie Jones how it has been manufactured Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Dougie is getting really ill and he starts just barfing like creamed corn, which again I think we've pretty much confirmed now that's the Garmin Bosier they mentioned yeah, in, yeah. in Firewalk with me That's barfing that everywhere and him basically my my actually i I will jump forward a bit here if that's okay that's fine i think the plan is evil dale mentioned in the last episode he had a plan of how to deal with being called back into the black lodge he's basically manufactured dougie jones to be the one to take his place when when good dale comes out fake fake dougie goes in.
1: So he needed to essentially make someone to wear the ring for him.
0: Exactly, yeah. To, uh, wear, to take that burden for him. And when Good Dale comes out, he then gets called in and Evil Dale can stay in the world. Because he, he was desperately holding on, trying not to get pulled into yeah, the... Uh, yeah. Just another thing to mention, the, the noise it was making, the uh, cigarette lighter, it's going back to episode one as well. I'm sure that when the giant was talking to Dale, you could hear that noise coming through a gramophone. That electrical like
1: ah, in the episode of one of this season.
0: Yeah. All right. He says that somebody else is here with us, and you can hear like uh, this electrical noise from a gramophone. So like
1: someone trying to pull him back. and um, he could get Dale out. Or something. Yeah,
0: something like that maybe, or or there's someone here was here with us could be like a reference to Dougie Jones or something maybe. maybe yeah, yeah. I don't totally understand it, but I think that that's what yeah. they're getting at kind of thing. Okay. So eventually, uh, Dougie Jones gets pulled into the Black Lodge. Good Dale gets. Spat out of the oh,
1: and, and the bit with uh Dougie in, in this, quite quite weird as well, isn't it? Because his hand like shrinks, yeah, and like and the ring falls off just before his head explodes into head like just... into black smoke, it <laughs> pops off, it's, it's not even an explosion, it's just sort of popping yeah, just... <laughs> and then yeah, he just kind of disappears. Yeah. Uh, leaving it, his on... last words are that's weird, <laughs> his yeah. head just pops, <laughs> and yeah, he basically disappears, leaving only um. A little golden ball?
0: Yeah, a little golden ball on the seat and the jade ring falls to the Which floor. the
1: one hand man just picks up, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't remember now what Mike says to him, but that's really a... I think Mike says to him, you've been manufactured for a purpose and it looks like that purpose has now been fulfilled. Yeah, that's And that's, that, and that's the, when he just starts shrinking and, and disappears. Yeah, yeah. He puts the jade ring back on the mantelpiece in the, in the Black Lodge. So I'm guessing that's the end of Dougie Jones. <laughs> yeah, can't <imagine>. Short-lived, but... <laughs> Yeah, I quite like Dougie. Oh, no, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. like a good character. <laughs> yeah, so he's gone, but in the back in the real world, Evil Dale has crushed his car when he was being sick.
1: Yeah. He literally uh, went up the side of a cliff, didn't he, and just toppled his car or something. Yeah,
0: and a couple of state troopers come along and presu- presumably arrest him.
1: Well, they first walk up, don't they? Yeah. And, and, and like... They literally back away because apparently, by the sounds of it, the stink is horrendous.
0: I'm just gonna jump forward here again to one bit. The guy who first goes up to the car window, he's like on his knees, barfing like, oh, and the like. The people are saying, send an ambulance, and you know, uh, with like hazmat suits or whatever it was. (laughs) Uh, But jumping forward to the the end of the episode, Albert tells Gordon later on that the 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 guy who first arrived on the scene is in the intensive care unit. Because he oh, was, really? was that badly affected That'd by be, it, yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah. Oh. People do mention at one point that anybody who gets close to Evil Dale becomes physically sick and ill kind of thing. So it okay. must be an element of that, really. Yeah, so Evil Dale gets arrested at that point. It does. And and fake Dougie is gone. and So now we're left with Good Dale, is that right? In yeah, a, I, feel, in, I
1: feel like that's the last we see of Evil Dale or yeah. Dougie for that entire episode, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, then, then, then like you said, we, we go straight on to uh, um, Good Dale and um, being like, oh, well, he's just kind of lying on the floor, he doesn't know what to do, <laughs> but by, by the looks of it, he's completely lost all knowledge of how to be a person. <laughs> yeah, it's completely uh, doesn't know what he's doing. Um, then, then the prostitute, I don't know what her name is, but um. She she walks in and goes, Do you alright? And 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 to be honest with you, this 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 made me laugh because he had a completely new um, set of clothes. He had a completely new haircut. Yeah. Um and and there was, a, there was a little pile of sick on the floor. And and her and her reaction was like, Oh, you had a new haircut? I'm like, No, no. <laughs>
0: And apparently he's lost about a hundred pounds. We will find out later on, he's lost a load of weight as well. Uh, so <laughs> What she
1: thought happened to him, I don't know. But <laughs> well, 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 she actually said, "Oh, have you been wearing a wig this whole time?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> um. So yeah. So he wakes up. Um. She's very anxious to get out of the house. Yeah. So like, takes him out. He's not got his keys, obviously, because he's not Dougie. Um. So she ends up giving him a lift. Um. And uh, this is the bit where. Um...
0: Right. Yeah. This bit is the. I mentioned last week about the mob the mob boss casino owner uh, paying money to put yeah, a hit yeah. on someone. I think that's what this ties into. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, there's a couple of people out trying to kill Dougie, basically, who what they think is Dougie. And they pull out, is this right? They pull out in the car... Uh, Dale drops his Twin Peaks Great Northern well, it's, Room key it's,
1: it's, 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 it's almost like it was supposed to happen Like yeah. something was making it happen Because he pulls out his little Twin Peaks key <laughs> um, And you see a little sign that says Bump ahead So you're like Oh, I wonder what's going to happen here um, They go over the bump He drops the key Kneels down People have got the sniper rifle on <laughs> Trained on, on him <laughs> And there's nothing there it, yeah. it just looks like a one woman on her own was so like Oh, he's not there never Yeah.
0: Mind. Any other film or TV show that do something like, like that, i think, oh, how goofy is that? I but mean, for some reason with this show, it, it what, I, work, I, I just let it, like, it work perfectly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, that, 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 that makes sense, yeah. Did,
1: did you know, notice the name of the uh, the, the the town or, or estate?
0: Well, one of them was called Ranshaw Rosa. Ranshaw
1: Rosa, I thought that was quite interesting. Because that's the name of the production company that's making oh. the show, isn't it? Oh, is it?
0: Yeah. Ah, right. I, there's a theory that the double R thing... David Lynch has always wanted to make a film called Ronnie Rocket. <laughs> oh, right, okay. And he, apparently he puts double R over all of his films. I've never really noticed it myself before, oh, right, but right. I've heard it online, you know, a few people have mentioned it. So I thought that. But also, I think one of the street names was called, like, Sycamore Lane or something. And Sycamore Tree is a big thing. Like, one of the uh, one of the soundtrack uh, songs is called Sycamore Trees. Right. Oh, okay. And the entrance to the Black Lodge... In Twin Peaks is among uh, like a grove of sycamore trees. Oh, okay. So I'm almost wondering does that mean this is another entrance to the Black Lodge here? That's why Dale can get out here, you know, something like that, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. Anything with sycamore in it is where he can get into the Black Lodge or, or out, oh, you know, yeah, okay. vice versa. Uh, before, oh, just to go back to the, uh, the murder attempt, I'm wondering if part of Evil Dale's plan was he knew that the, the good Dale would come out, Evil Dale would go in. And that's why he paid people to kill the Good Dale when they came ah, out. Ah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm jumping all over the place here, but going a bit later into a, the next episode, I think. Good Dale has a vision of the one-armed man telling him you've been tricked. One of you has to die.
1: Yeah, yeah. He so does. Evil
0: Dale must know that and think right. I'll just kill him, get him killed straight away, and I can I'm, I'm home free then, you know, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. It, so yeah, makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So I think Evil Dale's planned that whole thing, but it didn't. Because he dropped the keys, it didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't work out the way he planned. Something
1: went. was working in his favour, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what have we got then? Um, oh, sorry,
0: just one one last thing on that bit. There's a weird scene as well
1: where... I, I think I was about to bring oh, this up. Is this the crackhead mum? Yeah, the crackhead uh, mum. yeah. Uh, shouting 119.
0: 119, with a little boy looking out the window. Yeah, yeah. Have you got any theories about this one at all? I,
1: honestly, I couldn't feel like After like, I watched it a second time the other night, and Yeah. I could not. I don't know. Life me, what it meant. My only
0: thing I'm thinking is uh, going back to the old show and the film. There was the grandmother and the grandson of the child called the Chelfons, and, and later the Tremains, who they were almost like watchers, maybe watching over people. Oh. Uh, they were living next door to the shutting who, who had a, a fling with Lara, L- Laura Palmer. Almost as if they were just nearby to watch, keep an eye on things. And I'm wondering if these two are like a new version of the Chelfons, oh, okay. you know. Just, over the road keeping an eye on like Dougie Jones or, or something you oh, know that makes sense so, something like that maybe yeah. it's only a bit of a theory but yeah that, that's sort of thing interesting yeah yeah
1: like, like do you know the significance of 119 or?
0: all I can think of is nine one one backwards maybe but mm. I don't know why that'd be interesting
1: I yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't figure
0: out what it meant. I, I have no other idea to be honest with you knowing Lynch I'm sure we'll get an answer at some point yeah, that oh, <laughs> <it is open. laughs> yeah. okay so that kind of ties up that bit really uh
1: it jumps then straight to Twin Peaks, doesn't it, after this season? It does, yeah. Which is uh, with Andy, um, Hawk and Lucy. Yeah, that's right. It's well, not well, about the bunny. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. It's just <laughs> kind of funny conversation about like what's missing from the evidence. And yeah. Andy and Lucy go, I've, I've looked at everything and nothing's missing. And Hawk says, well, how do you know it's not missing? If it's not there, if it's not here, <laughs> <laughs> and um and then they have this really quite humorous um conversation about Lucy eating a chocolate bunny, which <laughs> was evidence. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that was from the TV show, like the original. It TV. must have been. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I how, can't remember but. myself, but like, and and like she, she's saying, oh, that's what's missing—the chocolate bunny—and hark like, it's not the chocolate bunny, <laughs> but then he starts questioning it himself. And he's like, is it the quest- I, I, chocolate bunny? <laughs> I love
0: that bit. Yeah, it's not about the bunny. Is it about the bunny? (laughs) (laughs) It's not about the bunny. (laughs) I loved that. (laughs) That that,
1: that was a brilliant scene. I loved that.
0: I've got to admit, so far, Hawk is my favourite character in this new series, I think. I'm loving Hawk. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm loving Hawk, actually. Yeah, (laughs)
0: he's really good. Uh, Was there anything more from that scene, or was it just just them?
1: No, no, that was about it, really, I think. Right, okay. Uh, It uh... it, it, it then jumps pretty much to uh, Dr. Lawrence Jacoby.
0: Yeah, Dr. Jacoby, uh, yeah.
1: Jacobi, Jacobi. <laughs> Yeah,
0: he's now... He Pink. got the shovels delivered in the last episode. And we now get, like... I'm just guessing, like, a five-minute scene of watching him paint shovels. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really,
1: like, quite extended uh, um, scene, wasn't it? Of yeah. Just him just, like, spraying these shovels. I have no idea what the significance of that is. Yeah. Uh, I've got
0: to admit, though, I mean... You guys at work sometimes take make make fun of me because of stuff like this. I could watch him painting those shovels <laughs> all day. I, do you not think the way he's filmed it, yeah, yeah. it looks amazing? It the, does. Yeah. The shovel. It's built this whole contra- like weird contraption yeah, involving bicycle wheels and stuff. Yeah. That's... And he's just painting them gold, and he, he turns them around, does the other side. <laughs> yeah, no, <I'm... laughs> yeah. no
1: it, it, it. To be fair, like I didn't hate it. Like I was just like, for the most part, I was just like. What am I watching here? I don't understand what the significance of this scene is whatsoever. Did you enjoy it though?
0: No, I did. That's the thing. That's the weird thing. Like you you can't help but like it, can you? You're literally watching paint dry, (laughs) and it's good. (laughs) That might might be the significance of it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. might be Lynch just messing with us, basically. Yeah. 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 Uh, So yeah, we spent a good five minutes watching him do that, and he's hanging them all up. Uh, What he's doing with them, I don't know. There's a lot of gold in this episode. I don't know why, but yeah. I'm just wondering. Maybe is it something as boring as he's selling gold shovels online? You know, <laughs> <laughs> because he did he painted five, but you wouldn't build that big contraption just to do five, would you? You no, know, yeah, I mean, he must be true. doing a job lot constantly yeah, or something. Yeah, so, maybe. yeah, might be doing might be something as boring as
1: he's <laughs> got an online business, maybe <laughs> <laughs> selling gold shovels. <laughs> I mean, it's an, it's a fairy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't but, put it past it. <laughs> no, yeah. I would not put past that. anything past this show, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Uh, and So I think really after that,
1: It's we've, we've back got to Good Cooper, isn't it? Bad,
0: good Cooper, uh, having some fun in the casino.
1: <laughs> well, I, this I loved this scene. I absolutely loved it because um, obviously, like he walk, he gets dropped off by the prostitute woman. Yeah, and uh, he goes in with this. She gives him money to call for help. He walks in, holds up the money to like a security guard. Call for help. <laughs> Call for help. <laughs> um, and, and and the guy says, "Oh, go over here." And he he starts walking off, and the guy goes, "Oh, you need I change, need change." <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes to the thing, and the uh, person behind the counter, the woman behind the counter, seems a bit disconcerted. She's like, Is "The guy, alright?" But yeah. like, she so gives him a bucket of change. Anyway, I'll well, say bucket. It seems like she so gave him like five pieces of, mm. piece of change, but um, nonetheless, um, and he gets the change. Um, to be fair, he goes up and asks for to call for help, and like, <laughs> everyone's just dismissing the fact he's asking for help. Yeah, um, yeah just give him change. <laughs> just give him change and let him play in the casino. <laughs> we we'll, we'll be fine with that. Um, he, he continue, I think he walks around the casino for a bit. He sees someone um playing, um, and when this guy won the jackpot, he goes hello, <laughs> um, which then becomes Dale Cooper's new um. Yeah, new, phrase, kind, of, yeah, new phrase. kind of motto for whenever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for for, for the, the, the remainder of this episode and the beginning bit of the next episode. Yeah.
0: He spots a little, like, again, the effect. Like
1: a teepee, isn't it?
0: Yeah, a little, like, burning teepee with a picture of the curtains and the floor from the Black Lodge on it. So he follows that and everything, every slot machine he goes to. Because
1: uh, this, this little pic, image is literally above... Uh, a slot machine, isn't it? Yeah. As if it's been pointed towards these slot machines. Yeah,
0: so he, so he goes over, puts his quarter in, and wins the jackpot straight off. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello, <laughs> I love that.
1: Um, and then I think he does that for a few more, doesn't he? he repeats that a few times. There's a little like
0: mad old lady. Who's watching him just really jealous? <laughs>
1: <laughs> she she doesn't she, like swear at the uh, the uh, camera, yeah, because so she's just thinking about and,
0: stealing his money, isn't
1: she? The... But then she looks up and just swears at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I mean, well, we might as well move on to the, this, like, put this and the next episode together because, yeah. like, um, I, I can't remember which bit it is, but um. Like he directs it towards one himself, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. She starts
0: asking. Well, he points her towards one, and she tells him to f off and gives him the finger. Yeah, yeah. Then after he gets like, a, she hears another jackpot. She goes right. I'm going on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then wins the jackpot. And then after that, she's asking advice from him <laughs> which yeah. one to go to. I think
1: that might be the fourth episode. So yeah, that. So yeah, that's the next no, I mean, one. To see, yeah, that's what I mean. I, like, I think that's the fourth episode. But like, it's a, as good a time as any to move on to. Pretty that. much
0: continue. I've just got one more thing. I'll come back to in a minute, but. It pretty much uh, continues into that, and uh, she starts calling him Mr. jackpots and stuff <laughs> yeah. I love that <laughs> mr
1: jackpots <laughs> we we've come back when like we meet his wife in a bit i mean we'll get to that bit in a bit, but yeah. like um, for now we're in the casino and he's won... is he like twenty seven thousand pounds or something yeah Or oh twenty six thousand
0: got a big ba- bag of money and <clears throat> one well, other thing he bumps into is it ethan Soupley. uh who's been in like My Name is Earl. Uh, mm. used to be quite a fat guy, but he's lost a bit of weight recently. Do you know who I mean? I, I, I recognised him. Yeah. I
1: recognised the girl as well. If
0: I yeah, Sarah something. I can't think of her name now, but she's been in a few films and uh, stuff. And I don't know whether it's going to be important or not, but he basically learns where he's meant to live from this guy. He says, like, you know, you live you live on where, wherever it is. <laughs> um, the,
1: the Red Door. Yeah, you? Red Door, I, yeah. I, I know how to get there. I just... Uh... Um, f- look for the red door
0: yeah so I think maybe that's all they're there for really to give him like, information to give him, as to where he lives yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. and like you mentioned he goes up to see the, uh, he tries to leave doesn't he? he tries to leave out the door and they, they stop him and call him back in and that
1: guy, um, I, I think I was saying earlier he's fr- he was in uh, Ant-Man um, the guy that directs him
0: uh, um, I didn't realise that yeah.
1: In, yeah he was in he was in Ant-Man as like one of Ant-Man's friends but regardless that, that's beside the, that's the point but like he directs him to this office where this guy he he's visibly like distressed. Um he he doesn't look happy at all. Yeah. Um but he's got this big sack of money and he, and he just essentially said, Right, like, here's your money. Um but you need to make me a promise yeah. that like you'll come back and you'll try your luck with us again. again. <laughs> yeah, give us a chance to win it back. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's. I mean, I don't think there's much more to say about that scene.
0: He gets a uh, chauffeur driven home after that, doesn't he? So yeah. Can I just jump back a bit, just to the very end of the last episode? We cut to Gordon Cole uh, in Philadelphia with Albert and the oh, new. Oh, we did didn't we? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the new agent, Tammy Preston, who I love. I think she she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. She's worked with a uh, Christabel. We were on about own work, weren't we?
1: <laughs> Wait, have we missed the scene? Or haven't we? With um, what's his name? Who's tra- the transvestite? We, we forgot. Ah, uh,
0: that's it. episode four. Is it actually? Yeah, that, that's still coming yet. Ah, okay. Yeah, that, that's my bad. Yeah, uh, Gordon Cole. They're in like a, a weird boardroom, and they're being like briefed on a case. We, we mentioned this before. in work. They've got like evidence lined up for a case. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. Pictures of naked girls, picture of a little boy, <laughs> an uh, Uzi.
1: <laughs> and then then a jar of peanuts. A jar it? of peanuts bottle th- gives I think there was another couple of weird. The world yeah, there's items, a couple of things in there like, as well. And then yeah, he just kind of goes along and then I think he basically asked everyone to leave, apart from I, I think I can't remember his name, is it Arnold. Oh Albert. Albert. So we had a bit
0: of trouble remembering the name um, before, didn't we? Uh,
1: Albert and uh, the, uh, team, Tammy Preston, the Tammy yeah. Preston, yeah. Um and and she starts. She shows them the images of the uh, the couple, mm. um, that that were watching the Well, He was watching the box. they were having sex at the time. Yeah, in back but, in New York. Yeah, and and it's a mess. It's
0: yeah, like, there's not much
1: left. <laughs> well, it's just a lot of, like a space where a head should have been. There was just a big pile of blood and gore. And yeah, just, just like
0: a hollowed out kind of shell, Skull. Like yeah. Uh, and uh, Gordon's got no idea what's going on. Halfway through this, though, they get a call that Cooper's on the phone. So they take the call, and they find out that Cooper is in jail in... Is this South Dakota? I can't They call call, it refer to the Black Hills, where Mount Rushmore is. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Can't think now exactly where it was, but... Yeah, let's call it South Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) The Black Hills of South Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Gordon Cole says... uh, Tells Albert, you know, we're going there now to first thing in the morning.
1: And yeah, Albert yeah. has
0: his little cocky reply. Oh, great. Just where I want to go to, you know, Rushmore or wherever it is.
1: And then, and what was the going call? Station? I'm glad you can't wait to get there. Yeah. I'm glad you're in a hurry to get there. We're leaving <laughs> in the morning. we first thing in the morning.
0: <laughs> I love that. So I think that's pretty much where it ends a bit of a cliffhanger because you're going to you know you know that they're going to go and meet the evil cooper.
1: Yeah. Well obviously it skips straight to the Bangwang bar as it has been. Yeah, finishes show.
0: in the bar again with a bit of music. With a bit of music. Nothing else really in that scene as just shows the band just, and, and just finishes. Past, yeah. He must be finishing every episode on a on a band oh, yeah, in the I bar can't basically. Complain, to be honest. Yeah. So well uh, yeah we can we can now officially get on to episode 4. We've covered the casino stuff.
1: So like after the casino bit, like as you were saying before, he gets his little uh, limo ride straight yeah. home. Uh, well, he get he's he going down the street and he's in the thing and uh, and the guy's saying, um, "Do you not know where you live?" Um, like it's a bit hard to see the red door. And went, I think his response is just, "Red door." <laughs> <laughs> Call for help. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and he like he he eventually finds this red door. Um, um, and he, he, the driver gets out. Yeah, I think he actually literally has to pull Dale out of the car because mm. Dale doesn't. He did like I, I don't know what's going on with him, but by the looks of it, he has just lost everything. Yeah, he everything doesn't know what a person is. Yeah, like in this episode, like we're hoping. Like in fact, I'll get to that in a bit. Actually, um, basically, he calls, He pulls him out of the limo. Um. And they kind of stood there. Yeah, they've all front... just
0: stood there. He's waiting for them to go in the house. And he's just not, he doesn't <laughs> know what he's doing.
1: Before a new character we've never met before comes out the door.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dougie's wife. Dougie's wife. She's called like Janie E. Lewis or something. It's a really weird name. It's like Janie, then E, like a middle initial. Oh, right, so okay. I don't know what that means. But... Yeah. Oh, no, Jones. Janie E. Jones. Dougie Jones, yeah. Uh, played by Naomi Watts, quite a famous actress. She was in yeah. like Mulholland Drive and stuff like that. Another Lynch favourite. Yeah, yeah. uh, she comes out, starts you know mouthing off, well, drags him into the house. She slaps him straight off, doesn't she? Yeah. You?
1: Like, you have been gone for three days. You missed Junior's, um, what was it, Sonny Jim's... Sonny Jim. Yeah. <laughs> you missed Sonny Jim's birthday. <laughs> Sonny Jim Jones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the the driver makes a swift exit. Um, yeah, he's happy just to get out of there, at the <laughs> and uh, and then follows with him just going in the house essentially. Yeah, where the uh, where she she's having like, oh, where have you been and all this stuff. He's he's obviously not talking.
0: Yeah, I mean I know it's Twin Peaks, but I'm I'm still quite surprised how no one's concerned about the fact he's not, not said yeah. a word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like tearing a strip off him, and then realizes he's got this bag full of money.
1: Like thousands of dollars there, and all of a sudden she's dead happy. Yeah, back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you're back, Dougie. <laughs> I wonder what it was that uh, <laughs> know, yeah, yeah. tipped her mood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so she's really happy all of a sudden, uh, and I think they just go to bed at that point, do they? That's pretty much the end of end of that bit. Uh, where do we go from there? I think we go to Gordon Cole. Oh, we, yeah, we do. Yeah, we go to Gordon Cole uh, talking to. Uh, Denise Bryson, played again by David Duchovny. Yeah, uh, yeah. One of my favorite actors. I, I love David Duchovny.
1: Yeah, I've, I, I love that character. Like, yeah. like it was, it. I really made me happy to see his return in the show.
0: Yeah, I just love the fact he's willing to do to do it again. You know, to get dressed up as a woman again, kind of thing.
1: Because <laughs> he, he has like gotten pretty famous. Yeah, definitely. Sin, uh, since his time on the first um, Twin Peaks episode, uh, yeah. seasons.
0: Yeah. Back then, he was like a bit of a job in TV actor, maybe. Now he's like Fox Mulder. You know, he can pretty much... Yeah, yeah. Obviously not like A-list kind of thing, but he can, you know, pick and choose his projects. So, so it's good to see that he was willing to come back straight away yeah, when, when that, Lynch yeah. gave him a call, yeah. I love that scene as well, because Denise kind of gives him a bit of a dress... Uh, Gordon Cole gives him a bit of a dressing down by saying, we know your history with young women. This has happened before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Referring to uh, Agent Tammy Preston. Uh and I think referring back to his time in the original Twin Peaks, when he was like doing anything he could to kiss
1: like Shelly,
0: he was like Shelley, fifty yeah. years younger than him and stuff. <laughs> yeah,
1: what was it he just kept saying like, "You're the only girl I can actually hear." Like, yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. are we are we are we assuming that like he genuinely could hear her above everyone else, or you, is he saving that? Like that line is—is is is this on like the whole ploy to save that line just to get someone like that Just to that get to girls like Shelley. Yeah. Like, so, so like he can hear everyone else. I'd love that to be true. That, I I that would be that, amazing. That would be amazing, wouldn't <laughs> it?
0: Yes, yeah, so we, we go to there. Uh, Denise gives him a bit of a dressing down, but eventually, uh, I think Gordon Cole kind of says it in a roundabout way, "Look, back in the day, before you were Denise, before you were head of the FBI." I had a lot of dirt on you, and I would never used it because I knew you were a good agent, and that kind of wins wins Denise over. And uh, he says, "Yeah, sure, you know, take Agent Palmer and go off to the uh, the Black Hills of, hopefully South Dakota, <laughs> <laughs> wherever it is." We'll, yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: sure next week we can we can confirm,
0: we can confirm that. Confirm yeah, that. <laughs> I really should take better notes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, well, uh, they're confirmed. that they're, they're heading off on their journey, uh, and I think after that correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we then meet the new Sheriff Truman. Uh, finally. Straight
1: back to Twin Peaks, wasn't it? And, uh, yeah. Some some quite, I don't know how to explain it, like quite weird um, scenes now, isn't it? A weird
0: a weird chain of events, isn't it, really?
1: Because like, well, it starts off, for example, with uh, Lucy on the phone. Yeah. And like, it goes back to what I said in our last episode, that like, she's got like not just Andy but she's got a lot more ditzy as well and yeah. and it shows in this scene now like yeah. she's on the phone to sheriff truman mm. and um i think she said oh you, it's getting a bit fuzzy um like are you are you high are you in high in the mountains and and he, he must have said no and he went are you really high in the mountains <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love that i mean we men- I mentioned last week on the episode that andy seems to have got a lot stupider yeah yeah and that he wouldn't even he doesn't even seem to be able to like write his own name anymore. <laughs> like yeah. and like you mentioned, like is it Lucy? She's cool. Lucy, of, yeah. She's definitely got more ditches. She doesn't even know how mobile phones work, you know, like
1: <laughs> So so she's on the phone to this Sheriff Truman. The Sheriff Truman literally walks in because like this has obviously happened before. Yeah. Um It's a recurring so, theme by the look of and it. And like and he was obviously like trying to stay out for long enough for the phone call to end. But it weren't happening. So yeah. he just walks into the to the police station, and uh, she's like, "Oh, um, I'm gonna have to go because there's someone here I need to talk to." Um, she kind of puts, turns around, and he's right there. She falls <laughs> back off a chair.
0: Yeah, completely uh, freaks out. As
1: for the dialogue after that with Andy, and that <clears throat> turns out she's done it before, yeah. and she just can't get the hang of mobile phones and that you can be somewhere else, <laughs> which doesn't have a wire connected to it. Yeah
0: just can't get her head around it. Like so, I said, a lot more ditzy than she used to be. Yeah, They've,
1: they've, they've both, over the years, like, I, I don't know if it's too much television, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but they've definitely lost a bit of brain
0: power. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea as well. We might have mentioned it last week, maybe, but Lucy's got the phone on the front desk as if she's the kind of the phone operator. Yeah. But really, there's a real team in the back who take the phone calls. <laughs> Did so you noticed that? They, they go through later, and there's a, a team full of people in the back taking phone calls. Yeah, yeah. It's as if no one wants to fire Lucy and just like, look, look, just let her have a little job. <laughs> the real team are back here, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: that's, that, yeah, I didn't even know, think about that.
0: Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Like the real team responding back here, just, just we don't want to fire her, we'll just let her sit out here and think she's doing something important.
1: Like. <laughs> yeah, I got to, it's quite funny that, it's quite funny to think that she's on the payroll Yeah. for, for, for doing a job that's obsolete now. Yeah, <laughs> completely. And it's just like, no one wants to fire her. <laughs> no, we'll just let her off. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really cool. And
0: now, I like this scene as well, because uh, Sheriff Truman, after that altercation, he walks through to the main the main back of the, off- the office.
1: Is Hark in there? Well, big? he meets
0: Bobby first in the hallway.
1: Oh, he does? First, but, but, like, I think you've said it yourself, like, you found it quite difficult to notice it was him. It took, yeah, it took, it took a few looks like, I'm going to sec, I recognise that guy? Definitely, uh,
0: I don't think he's aged badly. Uh, it's just the grey hair. It's I, just I a real,
1: Badly, but like, how old do you know? What, I think what, he's 50. Dana Rashford, like, so he was about 30. In, well, well, god, he'd been, he'd been
0: 25 s- in the old TV show, yeah. He was playing like a teenager kind of thing, yeah, but, yeah. But like, yeah.
1: So, so, like, it's been 25 years, and he's got grey hair now. Um, he's, he's obviously a bit he's got a few wrinkles here, yeah. and there but
0: yeah, it's like, I say, at first, I literally didn't know it was him. Uh, I only clicked on in the next bit when they go into the uh, like, the, the actual office. And they have all the paperwork out for the Lower Palmer case. Is
1: it is this where Andy um, and Harker sat?
0: They're already in the yeah. And, and there's a new character as well who comes in. Um, uh, Chad. Chad, that's the <laughs> yeah, Chad.
1: But like, I, I think does Chad come in first before? Um, I think he might do. I think yeah, I think he comes in first. He's there's this whole like dialogue where he's saying like, it's the he's basically talking about that conversation with the log lady and he, and yeah. he's saying like, isn't she not supposed to be here? And then Lucy says, like, the whole thing to do with gum. It's on account of a, t- a certain type of gum. Yeah. yeah. And then um, because she
0: chewed the gum from the tree, which is really weird. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then basically, Sheriff Truman says, "Off you pop, bo- off you mm. pop," but in a bit more um, like nicer way. He's just like. Right, good night. I
0: think he likes this. Good evening, Chad. When he
1: comes in, and it's like good night, Chad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he ushers him out, kind and of Ch- thing. Chad leaves before before turning around and saying, "Just going to go and have a conversation with Pinecone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> like that. <laughs> um, and then in comes, uh, um, uh, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, he comes in, and he instantly looks towards the image of Lucy uh, Laura Love of Palmer, Palmer yeah. and the music starts playing.
0: Can I ask how did you feel about the scene? I loved it. To be honest, yeah, I, I absolutely I loved, loved it. it. Yeah, Uh it's really melodramatic, but that's what Lynch does. Like any other director, I think doing that kind of melodrama, it'd feel a bit cheesy yeah, yeah. and weird. But I don't know how he does it. I I I, I, I I I find it a bit emotional. No, you know what I, I mean? I, I
1: actually got a bit emotional. Yeah. Like obviously, like as I was saying, like that music starts playing. Bobby, he, he literally like he's looking at his picture, and and I think you've said it yourself, like you don't know if it was, like, good acting or bad acting. Yeah,
0: it rides the line perfectly, like, this melodramatic kind but of thing. But I think that was
1: intentional, like, you know, I don't think that was supposed to be, like, yeah. one of the two, that was supposed to be this, like, a bit over-the-top Definitely, crying. Yeah. that's it. And, like, yeah, it, probably, it, it
0: did get me a bit emotional, though. Yeah, just the way, they, like, say, the old lower Palmer theme kicks in and really, like, builds yeah, and yeah. swells during that bit. Like, yeah, I loved it, absolutely. We're back to old Twin Peaks again. Yeah, I exactly. love it,
1: <laughs> and, and this is where we find out where that Dale Cooper was the last person to speak to Bobby's dad alive.
0: Yeah, Major Briggs. Yeah, right? ma- yeah. Major Briggs. Yeah, um, before dying in a fire.
1: Yeah, but apparently Dale... I can only assume it was Evil Dale that did it.
0: Mm. Um, I, th- I, mean, I didn't catch that first. You mentioned it to me that he died in a fire. I didn't catch that at all. But now that you've mentioned that... I'm thinking it's Evil Dale who's bumped him off or something like. Well, that. Well,
1: that's what I'm thinking. Like Dale, Evil Dale. I'm, I can only assume it is Evil Dale because we know the last interaction between them um, before Dale went into the the Black Lodge. Yeah. Was like it? It wasn't in his house at all, was it? That was in the police station, I think. Dale's last in, um, encounter with him. Uh, I think
0: it was at someone's home. Maybe. Does it give him like a readout? Of a, it's got a message for him. Uh, I you going back to the old TV show? Yeah. So yeah, I might be misremembering this, but there's a there's definitely a scene where Major Briggs gives him like a report, and there's a weird like readout from like Operation Blue Book saying like a message for Dale Cooper, and I think that was the last time they spoke.
1: I thought it was in the police station because. You um, might be. You might be actually. I mean, you watched it mean, more recently. Major than I Briggs, um, got kidnapped by. Um. What's the guy? no no Winder Merle. Winder Merle. he got kidnapped by him and he was in the police station I mean I might be, I mean I know it was only like the other week I watched it but I might remember I misremember it myself but he was in the police station um, and and he, he start. it was it was quite a bit deranged but like I think that was the last time we actually seen him in the original series yeah
0: in the police station I mean you're probably right I, I, I can't I
1: mean I'll I'll look into it before next week and I can correct myself if I'm wrong, but I, I think that was his last interaction with Dale Cooper. So like I can only assume that the last interaction with Dale that's been um, referred to in this series was Evil Dale, and then the following day he dies in a in in a in a fire.
0: Yeah, you, you I, I you're probably right on that one. I can't remember any of that to be honest with you. So. I'll take your word for that one. Definitely.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, we know why this had to be written in. Um, it, yeah. Un- un- unfortunately, uh, Don has died. In the meantime, wife, yeah. But um. But yeah. Um, what 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 comes from that then?
0: Um, oh, so just on that point as well, I find it really sad watching anything with Albert in this show as well. Now Miguel, through, uh, uh the great act- actor. He was in like Robo and stuff in the eighties. And he died in January, and it's just so like yeah. melancholy watching it now, knowing that 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 to died in the meantime. And it's so good mm-hmm. in the in this new series, really funny and witty and yeah. stuff. Uh, so yes, yeah, so, we. Uh, you mentioned there, Bobby tells, tells him that Major Briggs was the last person to talk to Cooper, and I think from there, uh, we find out that Wally is outside waiting for.
1: I don't know who it is, but some guy comes in with this. He's got a bit of a stance. A weird
0: stance at the just door. He
1: just comes in and he's, and he's stood there for a good 10 seconds before saying anything. He just kind of stands there and looks in this weird yeah. manner like at people before, like, after, like I say, 10 seconds, he goes... Visitor for you, or something like that. <laughs> There's a man outside yeah. for you. <laughs> and he, and and like this is where I found out his name was Wally Brando, because mm. like we we found out um, in the previous episode, I think. Yeah, we mentioned
0: last week he was born on the same day as Marlon Brando. And, oh, is
1: that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's I think I think that's why. Or, um,
0: or was he born on the day that Marlon Brando died, or something?
1: It was something it was to some, do with Marlon Brando, like that, but like, yeah. Um, th- this is where we find out that like. His name's called Wally Brando, <laughs> which I don't know where that comes from. I, but it says he's called Wally Brando. Maybe that's not actually his name. But yeah. but if you waited until the end credits, it did. It did say his name was Wally Brando. Mm. So I'm not too sure about True. that. But Lucy, Andy, and not just Lucy and Andy run out um, to meet him, and yeah. it's Michael Sarah.
0: <laughs> yeah, from a. Well, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs>
1: Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't he, do you know? in
0: Juno. In Juno, Arrested Development. Uh, he's
1: in a lot of things. Like everyone and it feels known.
0: like he plays the same character and everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's he's yeah. basically um, who's that other guy who was who was in uh, Batman v Superman? Um it, The the Arcanza, he was um Rex Luthor.
0: Oh, Jesse Eisenberg. You,
1: you, you can see why people think they're the same yeah, character. Yeah, definitely a
0: comparison there. Like, Jesse
1: Eisenberg's yeah. kind of the more, more more outspoken version of him. Yeah, but um, yeah, he he comes up and and, and he's in this weird get up. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's he's got this like leather like cap thing. On well, do
0: you know who that is? That look. Marlon Brando from On the Waterfront. Oh, a is l- that little leather hat, the leather jacket, the motorbike?
1: <laughs> so, so, so he's going full on Marlon it's literally Brando. literally Marlon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. That's, very weird. <laughs> yeah, it's quite interesting. And then yeah. he, he's going out. Uh, he's talking to his parent before Sheriff Cooper comes. Uh, sorry, Sheriff um, Truman, Truman comes, comes out. out
0: and, and and he and that's why he's here, isn't it? He? he says to him, "I've come here to pay my respects to you because your brother Harry Truman is my godfather." So that's kind of why he came along. Do you remember that at all? Uh,
1: so, like, see, I couldn't figure this out. He's his brother?
0: Yeah, his older brother, by the look of it, Frank Truman. Okay. So, uh, well, I'm presuming older, because Robert Force is, like, 75 yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, Harry Truman is the younger brother. Their father was also the previous sheriff of Twin Peaks as well. Uh, I think Frederick Truman,
1: I think he so, was called. So where was he during the original series? Good, good, good I, I question. Mean, <laughs> as, we, as we said last time... We uh, in the last episode, like we know he was supposed to be in the original ones. Yeah. So like he was supposed to be the sheriff.
0: He was the first choice. Yeah.
1: But like in 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 the sense of the story, like where was he? Yeah. Like,
0: Very good question. I just feel that Lynch wanted to get Forster in there. This
1: so was almost retired Harry Truman and just. <laughs> I mean, you say retired. He was already retired. He just <laughs> he just didn't bring you back out. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, he he says all this like how I'm. Uh, um, i'm here to basically pay my respects essentially yeah and then he says says i'm also here to to tell my parents that they can do what they want with my room because they want to build a study <laughs> yeah it's <that's> so weird <laughs> it, it, it's a weird conversation and yeah then, like um, tr- um sheriff um truman's clearly a bit like confused by it just like, just uh, like what, uh. well what is going on right now yeah um And just before he leaves, I think he said, I I mean, I can't think of anything significant that has been said.
0: One thing he does mention, which I I I would like to mention is Marlon Brando, Wally Brando. (laughs) (laughs) Wally Brando says, I've been travelling these roads which uh, which were travelled 100 or 200 years ago by Meriwether and Clark,
1: Oh, which I
0: think I might have mentioned it last week, there's References to these two real life explorers yeah. all over the Twin Peaks book. So I'm wondering if that's going to play a part somewhere. Because uh, I think, again, I think I mentioned last week that Mark Frost in the book claims that I think it was uh, Meriwether Lewis. I could be horrendously <laughs> massacring the names here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, claimed that he was the wearer of the jade ring. <laughs> it's a real life historical hero, this oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark Frost is claiming that he committed suicide by wearing the jade ring. <laughs> okay, oh. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just don't think they'd throw in a reference like that if it didn't have a part to play yeah. at some point. Just a little weird thing to me- I wanted to mention that was all really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this whole scene though was a bit weird. And when it started out, when I first watched it, I thought, oh, my God, it's going off off the rails here. Like, <laughs> yeah. But the longer it goes on, the more I actually got into it. And, yeah. the, you know, the weirder it was, the more I enjoyed it. And it does feel like an actual Twin Peaks scene by the end of yeah, it, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, so uh, despite how weird it is, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, after all that, it, it basically he it says this, like um, Sheriff Truman says this weird line, like it seems like he just made up on the spot, to be honest, but it's just like... I hope the the, the road um, come like raises up to meet. you. Yeah, some, rises to meet you well, or something r- like that. M- m- like rises to meet the t- your wheels on the yeah, road or something it, yeah. like that. And and, and Michael Sarah like gets his uh, fist and like gets his hand into a fist and goes. He like, essentially says like these th- th- those are like beautiful words kind <laughs> of thing. It's it very like it's a very weird um, back and forth, but like. Yeah. I, I did love it. Enjoyable, yeah. And, and then, like, like, I, th- I think um, Sheriff Truman just walks off Then He doesn't even say anything at like this point. He just walks off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think that's the end of that scene, to be honest with you. I think we finished there in Twin Peaks. Can you think of anything
1: more of that bit? I no? think that's it, to be honest.
0: And I think we've not got much more to go through, really. Uh, after that, I, I think we go back to Rancho Robes, uh, or that area anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Dougie, with his family, waking up in the morning.
1: Yeah, is that right? I I can assume it's not the same area because why would you, why why would you be sleeping with someone around the corner? Around the corner, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like he he goes to his house, um, and it's the I I I assume it's the morning now. uh, Yeah. um, And and I think he's sat on the bed with this putrid um, green jacket, lime green jacket, yeah. And uh, and he's just kind of sat there staring. Um, I think, at this point, you see the Black Lodge, don't you? Mm. And you see the one-armed man. Yeah. Um, just A like weird looking vision. up and he says, you can see me, can't you? Yeah. And, I fe- and that,
0: that's when he tells him, you've been tricked, and he holds up the little gold ball yeah, for Dougie. Yeah, that was it, yeah. You've been tricked, one of you has to die. So we know now that when Dale gets his marbles back, him and evil Dale are going to have to go at it to uh to send one of them back to the Black Lodge. Yeah. yeah.
1: And like straight from that, I think like
0: oh there, sorry, there's one funny scene there where Dale has just lost the plot again completely. Naomi
1: Watts has to walk into the toilet. Oh, literally just gonna say <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Like he's like holding himself because like yeah. obviously he doesn't know how to person. <laughs> he Doesn't know what he's doing anymore. Um, and 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 like you see the like the weird like look on his face. Um, as if like he's like oh wow this is amazing because yeah. <laughs> like it's as if he's experiencing doing that for the first time <laughs> it's it's really quite yeah, a weird he's just like scene. oh he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite, quite shocked at first yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, before she, Naomi Watts has to dress him yeah but she, she realises
0: she, he's lost a lot of weight uh, she, she mentioned she'll have to get his suit uh, dry clean so he's got something that, that fits yeah uh, and I think they go down for breakfast after that.
1: Is that right? Well, she doesn't. She doesn't put the uh, the the, um, oh, the tie, tie on him right, and and he ends up having this tie like around his head. Yeah. Um. Because like before they go down to breakfast, like he looks out the door and this kid's there, who I can only assume is Dougie Jones's child. Yeah, Sonny Jim Jones. Sonny Jim Sonny Jones. Jim Jones. <laughs> yeah. And uh. Yeah, and he, and he just kind of laughs at him. He, yeah. he he seems perfectly normal, perfectly fine with the fact that his dad's just gone cuckoo. Yeah, everyone
0: seems <laughs> fine with the fact he's not talking. He, he can barely <laughs> wee on his
1: own. <laughs> and he and he comes down to breakfast, where his where where, where Sunny Jim Jones has yeah. to literally put him in his chair. Like I think he, he he taps on the chair. Yeah, and, and, he's come
0: down with a turd on his head, Anthony. <laughs> <hasn't> he?
1: <The laughs> yeah, and um Sunny Jim Jones like taps on the chair, said, oh like basically sit here." And Dale's response is to tapping himself. Because I think he's just copying people at this point. He doesn't know what to do. Um, So Sonny Jim pulls him onto the chair. um, And I think he then has to show him how to eat fucking... Gets a plate of pancakes, doesn't he? Yeah, he has to show him how to eat pancakes. He puts maple syrup syrup. on it.
0: It does kind of feel like when he takes that bite of the pancakes, almost like you're getting a bit of Dale back. He's like, (laughs) oh, he's loving that. And then he gets the cup of coffee afterwards. Uh, Dougie's coffee. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, This is Dougie's coffee, yeah. it says on
0: it, doesn't it? Uh, I tries that, and I think there's a bit of a...
1: Well, I think he must have been quite hot, because cause he tries it, and then he's just like... <laughs> he's got this weird face on him. Yeah, but it's like a grin almost. It's like, it's like coffee! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, I can only hope or assume... There's I a little
0: bit more of Dale Cooper, but... That,
1: that, that we're going to get more and more of Dale Cooper with the more that you remember... like. Coffee is a big step forward in that as
0: well. And at some point as well, it gives the thumbs up in the scene. To a son, maybe. Hmm. Uh, and that's a Dale Cooper thing, the coffee and the it thumbs is, up. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure there was a thumbs up at some point. I don't recall that. I might be getting confused because I know the Evil Dale the does a evil thumbs Dale up. The
1: Evil Dale does it. That might be it. But maybe. I mean, you might be right. I can't. I don't yeah. actually remember that. Though.
0: But I think that's pretty much it for that bit, is it? it? spits out the coffee.
1: And, uh, and, and Naomi Watts goes... Um, okay. <laughs> okay. and before it cuts,
0: we then cut to Gordon Cole, Albert, and Tammy Preston traveling to on the road. On the road to hopefully South Dakota. <laughs> uh,
1: I've got quite an amusing uh, yeah, dialogue com- now, haven't we? A <laughs> little
0: comedy coming up, yeah. Uh, Gordon Cole is visibly
1: upset. Upset. Because he can't see Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Albert has... Uh, he, he basically pulls a picture. I've printed, I've got you a picture of it. Yeah. And, and I think Gordon Cole's just like, oh, wow. The, he makes yeah, a comment. The, the great um, faces of stone. Yeah, <laughs> look at those faces. <laughs> 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 I love that. <laughs> and I think, like... And, uh, he, he goes on to say something along the lines that, like, and um, why, why is something happening? And Albert says, because... Oh, agent, yeah. um Karsik. Uh, yeah,
0: Agent Tammy Preston's Karsik in the front. And uh, he's like, what's up with her? And uh,
1: Albert says, Karsik. And it's like,
0: we're not in Russia, Albert. There are no Cossacks around here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Albert proceeds to shout, Karsik! <laughs> like switch the driver like... Like, like jolts a bit. He j- veers off the road almost. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And then I think it's quite funny because Cole turns to him like after a few seconds and goes, w- "Woke up on the wrong side of the bed." <laughs>
0: yeah. Someone's woke up on the wrong side of the bed today, Albert. All <laughs> <laughs> of anything with Gordon Cole and Albert so far, I'm absolutely loving. <laughs> and so we uh, we go from there. They turn up at the the prison to meet Evil Dale Cooper, and they go through to have the interview with him. Uh, which is a weird scene in itself don't i really like in, this in scene in the prison in the prison yeah that yeah. that was a
1: really weird scene but yeah I they're going
0: you... to talk to him and evil dale is coming off across like a robot kind of thing
1: see i didn't get that cuz in the first two episodes when like we've obviously seen a lot of his interactions with people <coughs> like the 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 people he killed in the first episode like he was never robotic
0: yeah so why why i think what it is is trying to portray what he thinks Dale Cooper would act like in front of, but he's not doing a very good job, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. think he's trying to play a part almost. <coughs> Excuse me. That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and he yeah, has some like weird, weird phrases he comes out with. Tells Gordon, I'm sure I'll be found innocent in, in your courts of law or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really weird turn of phrase, you know. <laughs> and he gives the thumbs up at one point, which is the, the Dale thing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, a little thumbs up and a smile. Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Gordon Cole knows straight away there's something wrong. But he gives a weird, like, mischievous look to Albert. Did you you notice that? Yeah, I did see that, yeah. Because he knows that Albert knows something is wrong off here. And we find out later, after the interview, they go out and Albert tells Gordon that he had a call, I think, from Philip Jeffreys was it? Who is David Bowers' character? Yeah, yeah. Going back years here.
1: That was from the Firewater Me film. Yeah.
0: So we had a call years ago from David Bowers' character, Philip Jeffreys. Wanting information on a contact from Colombia or something, yeah, yeah. and a week later that contact turned up dead. Just a little thing, a throwaway thing as well. David Bauer's character was in Argentina in those cut scenes that y- that you watched the other week from Firewalk with Me, which yeah, so yeah. was South America. You know, he was obviously working in South America yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Uh, who that contact is or whatever, I do not know. You know what I mean? Uh, don't know what's happening there. Uh, but another, another little scene where he tells Gordon, Cole that. Uh, Gordon's reaction is just to go Albert, Albert, and he repeats it about three times. It's just a weird little, you know, yeah, like yeah. interaction between them both. You can tell that they are both actually like got good chemistry, you know, and they're yeah, they yeah. quite friendly kind of thing. Uh, have you got anything more for that scene apart from the ending bit? Or? I
1: mean, obviously, it's got the bit with the uh, where, where Albert kind of scrapes his foot on the floor. Oh yeah, he he scrapes his foot on the floor, and Gordon Cole. Um, like he goes, ah, these yeah. things are turned right up. That noise is like a like a bullet to my head or something. <laughs> yeah. And Albert, um, oh, these are turned up to the max. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And um, I, think, I think I think like his response is like I'm sorry or something. But he says it loudly or something. Yeah. And he's like, ow. <laughs> yeah. So we have to then proceed to talk quietly. Yeah. I don't know what the significance of that was. Well,
0: because... he's turned them up to the max because he's trying to whisper with him. Because he doesn't want Agent Preston to hear anything, because ah, she's right. got a mic on. Yeah, because
1: so, she was just told to move. Yeah, sends her away,
0: kind of it. thing. Like, yeah. So he's, he's you know talking very quietly because of that, and he says there's something clearly not right with yeah. with Cooper, and he reference somebody.
1: He he actually says to him doesn't he? He says uh, says he doesn't. He didn't greet me correctly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you, if you know what you I'm know, saying, if you, know awesome. if you know my meaning, yeah, I love the way I love that the terms of phrase they use in the show, like, yeah. he didn't greet me correctly, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I mean,
1: I I'm, I can only assume, like, what's that to do with, like, obviously, because he, he was so robotic and that, that, that's to do with that, isn't it? But yeah, uh, it's the fact that he clearly wasn't Dale Cooper, and um, yeah, but um, then, like, carry on um, with.
0: Mm. after that
1: after that the
0: final thing is they mention that they're going to get like a female involved who presumably knows Dale Cooper and Gordon Cole asks asks Albert do you know where she is and he replies I know where she drinks and immediately there's a smash cut back to the, the the bar from Twin Peaks. I think
1: we've missed a little bit before that, though. Ah, right. A little, like, just a few lines that they said to each other, and and, and it's coming back to the Blue Rose again. Oh, sorry, yeah. Because, um, like, I think um one of them says, oh, it's Blue Rose, and he goes, indeed, very Blue Rose. And yeah, I
0: think uh, it says the bluest or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. 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 yeah, again, I just love the little... You know the, the interaction with them and stuff yeah, like.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's coming back to the blue Rose like. So,
0: yeah, another blue rose case. Yep, and uh, and again they mention there's a uh, somebody involved who, who they got to get involved, which I'm thinking is might be Audrey I, Horn maybe.
1: Yeah, because I think I think essentially what they said is that um, I know someone will be able to tell us if this is the if this is Dale Cooper kind of yeah. thing, uh, and uh, Albert and and Carl says. Um, do you know anyone? Um, or, or you know someone, don't you? Or something like that. Mm. And and Albert says, um, well, I know where she drinks. Yeah. And we don't find out who it is. Who yet, it is. But,
0: but we have that smash cut back to Twin Peaks in the bar.
1: Into the, to the Bang Bang bar.
0: And that's where it ends, yeah. So it's somebody back in Twin Peaks. Could be Annie. I don't even know if Heather Graham's coming back for the show, to be honest well, with you.
1: Well, well, obviously, there's a few options, obviously. Uh, it could be Annie from yeah. the original series. Um or oh, um, he was quite close with Audrey, wasn't he? Quite close
0: with Audrey. I mean, Shelley's a shout, I suppose. In in you, Shelley, he's not really very close with her. I,
1: th- I, th- I think of the of the the the, the, the all the girls, or to be fair, anyone in Twin Peaks, I think those two would probably be. Yeah,
0: two. I'm thinking Audrey personally. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know like I, I know like last week we were saying how like the guy who played Harry Truman like was. Oh wait, no, we've already been confirmed it as a woman. Never mind. I was gonna say, even though like it like he said how um like he's not being brought back uh, wait yeah. For the phone call and never got it. I'd love it if it was like that's a whole trick and he's gonna come back.
0: You know what though, I'm thinking this because I've I've read so much conflicting stuff. Some stuff says that he didn't want to come back when ah. he got the call, and other stuff says he's dying to come back, and Lynch never called him, kind of thing. So I, I think he's back. I think He's gonna turn up at some point. Yeah, and they're just keeping it quiet, you know. See, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for it anyway.
1: (laughs) But like that—that was a theory. That was a wrong theory because obviously it's it's been confirmed as a woman. So it's it's either Audrey or Or potentially Annie, I guess. But uh, well, like like it could be anyone else. It could be anyone else. Yeah. Um, Well, I I think we're
0: we're gonna find out Monday night, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: Well, hopefully that'll be episode five. Yeah. Um, which um, before we finish this episode, though, um, I believe you've got a few theories.
0: Yeah, I've got a couple of things to come on to. Nothing major.
1: Uh, well, before you do, like, I just want to go back to the casino thing, mm. and it's not—it's not really that much of a theory. If anything, it's just a bit of speculation. I'm just a bit curious about what you think of this. So um, you know, the whole fact that he's he's, he's winning on the, in the casino, yeah. The fact that he's winning on one arm jacks, do you reckon that? Oh, do you that's symbolic of anything?
0: Well, uh, that's a, I never thought of that. That's a really good one. That's definitely that is definitely good. One arm bandits because
1: they obviously we've got the one arm man, um, the one arm
0: man, the extension of the arm. Yeah, yeah. And that I mean this is a bit more of a loose theory, but. There's a lot of Native, Ameri- Native American... Well, you mentioned it looked like a little teepee almost, yeah. the uh, thingy. And a lot of the gambling in the US was founded by uh, the Native Americans yeah, and the yeah, stuff. They are, they own a lot of the gambling and stuff. like. So I don't know whether that's anything to do with it. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, never thought of that.
1: I, just thought, I was just curious if, like... The fact it they were one arm bandits that could w- yeah, w- that. W- w- was symbolic of the fact that we've got a one arm man. We've got the arm. Yeah, and that's why you can win on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, mm. something like that.
0: Definitely, that could be a part of it. We'll we'll have to keep an eye out for that in the uh, in the future weeks.
1: Anyway, Let's begin with your theories.
0: Well, I've not really got many to be honest with you. Uh, I've mentioned the Laura Dern thing. Oh, before I mention this, I'll just mention a tweet I made last week to Mark Frost, who was the co-creator. Oh, go ahead. I was worried that by reading the book, The Secret History of Twin Peaks, I would be spoiling the show for myself. So I tweeted him asking, like, are there any spoilers that will ruin the show for me? And he confirmed, no spo. That was all I got. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Two word answer. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I feel quite confident in mentioning anything from the book now, knowing. I've had it confirmed by the man himself. It won't. So if anyone complains that I'm spoiling stuff, take it up with Mark Frost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've only got a couple really. Anyway, I'm actually no further into the book this week. So hopefully next week I'll, I'll have read a bit more. Yeah, but yeah. I've mentioned uh, the Laura Dern thing. How she could be some evil big bad that we've not seen yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. That could still happen, you know, in a future episode. Uh, going back to the first couple of episodes. Do you remember the black figure in the cell?
1: It yeah, was like yeah, a man
0: or a woman with like a hobo looking almost with just painted in, black.
1: In, in, in the glass box, you mean?
0: No, sorry. Uh, oh, no. In see, the yeah, jail I do, cell. I do
1: remember. Yeah, like, it was a kind of like kneeling down, wasn't it? Kneeling the...
0: down, looking like shaking and yeah, kind of yeah. thing, and it disappeared. Do you remember back in Twin Peaks Firewalk with me? Uh, give a shout out here to my sister. She actually reminded me of this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I spoke to the other day. Uh, there's a scene where they're in the trailer park and their uh, agent, Desmond, is talking to the trailer park owner, and this weird, dishevelled, hobo-looking woman turns up at the door. Yeah, I can't remember now what she says. She says something, but she looks exactly like that guy, like painted black in that jail cell, and she just disappears, and that's all she's there for. So I'm wondering if that ties in with that almost. You know, that's, a, that's a good, that's... No idea what they do or anything, but I'm just wondering if there's these the, the weird little spirits going around, you know, no, the... That's
1: That's quite an interesting theory. Yeah. Right?
0: I like that. Yeah, my sister mentioned it the other day in Firewalk with me, and I thought, God, that's the thing from, you know, from uh, Series 3. Yeah. Mm. So it looks really similar, so that, that could be something. Just thought to throw it out there for a future episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, that's it. To be honest. <laughs> that's all I've got to be honest. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: Maybe next week we'll have a few more theories. Yeah, come the with a few more for next week, definitely. I mean, yeah. it's, it's very, very like convoluted and and all that stuff. So it, it's quite hard to get your head around it. And like, I'm just picking up little bits and bobs myself. Yeah. Like, after watching these two episodes for a second time, like I picked up a few little bits and bobs more. Like
0: definitely, it's the kind of show you've got to rewatch, haven't you? You're just not going to get it all on the oh, first time watch. So, at all. yeah. So we've got another, what, we've got another fourteen episodes to come yet, So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> another fourteen episodes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'm, I'm loving it so far. How, how are you? I'm, I'm
1: loving the series. To be honest, like, I, I didn't think I'd love Twin Peaks. Like, because I've told you before, John, how older series just they, they always feel a bit off to me. I yeah, really I don't feel grab you. A bit too old. I feel like they've aged. It's aged really well, the yeah, Peaks. definitely. Like to this day, it's still a solid TV series. It's it's still really well crafted. Yeah. And and this new series is just an absolute sentiment to to the uh, old series. Definitely, it's brilliant.
0: yeah. I think it's weirder than ever, but I'm loving it so far. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. What would you give these two episodes out of five?
1: I mean, ooh, that's a difficult one.
0: Should I jump I, in first? I'm being really boring. I,
1: I'm, I'm. I I, I want to go, but I don't want you to ruin my my, my thing. Oh, you go first. I, like this is because I feel if you went for a high one, I'm just gonna put mine up. Oh right. So I'm just gonna go with four out of five because I don't want to put give a higher opinion just yet for
0: both of them. Yeah, just I'm the that. same four out of five for both, same as last week. Yeah, yeah. I could easily give these a five. It's just. I'm hoping that's it, there's going to be a peak coming down that's the line, it. you know, I've an absolute masterpiece. I feel campaign. like there's
1: going to be an episode where I'm going to go, Wow, that's yeah. a five star episode. That. I feel if I give
0: these five, I've got nowhere to go then in future, so <coughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yes. are yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed the chat as well. It's been, a, been another good catch, yeah, up. it's been good.
1: I've, um, I've really enjoyed this one,
0: yeah. Like, oh, just a bit of housekeeping as well, just to let you know, uh. On the main podcast, don't spoil the ending, we're doing a Wonder Woman review this weekend. That'll be up next Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So that should be a big one. Uh,
1: um, as, as of today, there should have been an episode which was... Um, uh, uh, where, where we would listed our top 10 superhero films of all time Yeah. Um, uh, th- that should have been up, up, up for a good 24 hours at this point yeah that
0: should be up by now, Uh, got quite heated it's a very long one as well it's a so big
1: uh, one so prepare yourself for yeah. that one if you've not listened to it already if you're a
0: fan of long podcasts and uh, a lot of Fanboy bickering, <laughs> you'll love that one. But it's an interest, <laughs> get,
1: an interesting debate, isn't
0: it? Definitely, we we really get into that. Uh, get sink our teeth into uh, the comic book films, and but, but we're like, all still friends at the end of it, though, aren't we? We yeah, all. <laughs> yeah, I've not
1: spoke to most of them <laughs> since then, um, but I assume we're still friends. <laughs> yeah. No, um, like, yeah, like you say, next week, this time next week, um, there'll be a Wonder Woman because we're going to see it this Friday, aren't we? Yeah, um, and. We should be able to record one on a Saturday to do with it. Um, I'm not sure who's appearing in that one yet. Like, yeah, we're not
0: sure who's going to be on yet, but we'll uh, we'll, for, we'll, we'll tweet now the time, let you know on Twitter that's, and
1: stuff. still up to debate that one. Yeah, but um, and then then obviously this time next week, well, a week from the, the release of this one, we'll have episode five's review up.
0: Yeah, and just let you know my my twitters at Taylor1980.
1: mine's dste Nick.
0: So, if you've got any feedback at all, any questions, if you want to tell us we're talking rubbish again, you know, just let us know uh, and we'd love, to, we'd love to hear from you. So, I think that's everything for this week. Uh, have you got anything more, Nick? Or
1: um, Do we do we want to give the main podcast? Oh, uh, yeah, go for um, it, yeah. Twitter out. Um, yeah. The main podcast is at, at the STE podcast <laughs> um, on Twitter. Um, we are planning on making a Facebook page at, uh, at some point soon. Like, hopefully, if. If all goes to plan, I can have that up by next week. But we'll, that, that's, 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 we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, as soon as that's up, we'll let you know. You can like us on there. Any questions you have, you can contact us through the Facebook page as well. So, yeah, that's all good. Uh, I'm pretty much out of notes. Anything more for right, you, no,
1: I'm, I'm happy with the way that's gone. Um,
0: well, I've just got one last thing to say then.
1: Call for help. <laughs> 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 um, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I've got one more thing to say then. Hello. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Well, wait us. till
0: end. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's us for this week. So hello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, cheers guys. See you next week. Thank you, bye.